0: This is The Space Shot, episode 222, for December 22nd, 2017. Blackbirds and a lifting body. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. Depending on when you listen to this episode, I've got a launch update for the 22nd. Later tonight at 8:27 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a Falcon 9 is scheduled to launch from Vandenberg Air Force Base. This Falcon 9 is carrying the next 10 satellites in the Iridium Next communications fleet. As the launch approaches, I'll share a link to the live stream from SpaceX on my Facebook page, so make sure you're following the Space Shot on Facebook. You can check out the link in the show notes. Now for some aerospace history, on December 22, 1964, the SR-71 Blackbird flew for the first time. To this day, the Blackbird remains the fastest and highest-flying production piloted aircraft in history. It was designed to fly fast and high enough to avoid Soviet missile defenses during the Cold War, and to accomplish this feat, the Blackbird was able to cruise at Mach 3.2, which translates to over 2,200 miles per hour, at an altitude of 85,000 feet. The design of the Blackbird is breathtaking. It looks like something that could have been pulled from Star Wars. It's based on the design of the A-12, a smaller and lighter aircraft that's visually similar to the Blackbird. These two aircraft were designed in the 1950s and 60s, respectively. The last A-12 that I saw was at the California Science Center in Los Angeles, and my favorite SR-71 Blackbird to see is the one that's on display at the Cosmosphere. Because of how close you can get to that aircraft, you can actually go up and touch the front section of that plane. Blackbird's had an exceptionally small radar cross-section, showing up smaller than a human, but bigger than a bird on Soviet radar screens, according to Lockheed Martin. Extreme speed... Very high altitude and a small radar cross-section meant that the Blackbird could fly over any spot on Earth, performing essential reconnaissance missions for the United States. Here's one last fact about the SR-71 before I move on to the next piece of aerospace history. On its retirement flight, the SR-71 made the trip from Los Angeles to Washington, D.C., coast-to-coast here in the United States, in 67 minutes. For comparison, that same trip in a commercial aircraft takes nearly 5 hours. I'll take the Blackbird, please. The second piece of history I've got today is about the HL-10 lifting body. Lifting bodies were flown by NASA from the mid-60s to mid-70s as part of research into creating a vehicle that generated lift without conventional wings. The lifting body I'm talking about today is the HL-10, which flew for the first time on December 22, 1966. These lifting body test subjects couldn't lift off on their own. They were carried aloft on a modified B-52 bomber and released around 45,000 feet. Some of the tests of these lifting bodies were unpowered, but others were powered with a rocket engine, the XLR-11, This was the type of engine that was used in the Bell X-1A and B, and provided around 100 seconds of powered flight. The HL-10 flew 37 times over its lifetime. In 1970, it reached a top speed of Mach 1.86, and a few days after that fastest flight, it reached a maximum altitude of 90,030 feet, with famed NASA test pilot Bill Dana at the controls. The concept of lifting bodies was conceived by Dr. Alfred J. Eggers, Jr. in the 1950s while he was working at the National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics, NACA, the predecessor of NASA. Another famous lifting body you may have heard of is the Space Shuttle. Even though the HL-10 and other designs never flew into space, they did play an important role in the legacy that forms the foundation of the Space Shuttle, and more recently the X-37 Orbital Test Vehicle, and the Sierra Nevada Dream Chaser. I've got one more piece of news for today. It was announced that NASA has selected the two finalists for the next New Frontiers Medium Class Planetary Science mission. Out of the two finalist missions, I'm most excited for the Dragonfly mission, which is a drone that would explore the surface of Titan. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I appreciate all of you that have left reviews for the show. It really means a lot to me, and it does help more people find the podcast. If you leave a review, screenshot it and send it to me at John Mulnick's. pretty much anywhere on the internet, and I'll shoot you a space shot sticker and a little thank you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button while you're in your podcast app of choice. That way you don't miss any of the daily episodes. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search the space shot or click the link in the show notes. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.